Many of you probably saw the press release and the announcement that Okavu is the new NFT partner for BYU Athletics and the BYU football program. What exactly is Okavu? What is CougsRise.com? We'll try to make heads and tails of that with some comments from their CEO, John Chaney, as well as BYU quarterback, Jaron Hall, who is going to be part of this venture. We'll also talk about what I took away from BYU football practice as well. It's all ahead on today's show. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch. Welcome into Locked On Cougars, and thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are very proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where, of course, the motto is your team every day. And as such, we are your only daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Our goal around these parts is to make you the smartest BYU fan in the room by giving you all the information you need to know about when it comes to the BYU Cougars. Football, basketball emphasis, but we cover it all right here on the show. By way of introduction for some of you who may be checking this out for the very first time. My name is Jake. I work for the KSL Sports Zone in Salt Lake City, Utah as the executive producer of DJ and PK. But more importantly, I spend my off hours doing this podcast and I am your host here every single day. All right, uh, let's talk a little BYU football. But a reminder for you guys, I think we're upwards of at least 50 entries so far giving away this really cool, it's actually a full zip pullover. I thought it was just a, like a half zip. It's actually a full zip pullover, royal blue. Uh, it's We're doing it for our 1,000 subscriber giveaway. We're over 13 1,500 subscribers at this point. Uh, forgot to do it. We actually hit the 1,000 mark, but uh, if you'd like to be entered to win it, it's really simple to enter to win. Just email us. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address. Send us a note saying you'd like to be entered to win. It is a size XL on the pullover, so if you do happen to win, we're going to put it into a random number generator, and whoever spits out the number is the lucky winner. Uh, they will be the winner. If it doesn't fit them, we'll find another prize we can get to them, and we'll we'll make sure you're taken care of it. So we're going to leave entries open until Friday. Uh, maybe we'll keep it open over the weekend, but we're going to announce the winner on Monday. I usually record the Monday podcast on Sunday, uh, usually Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening period. Uh, so if you'd like to be entered to win, get in now. Like I said, over 50 entrants already. And all you got to do, email us, lockedonbyu at gmail.com and let us know you'd like to be entered to win this pretty nifty pullover. It's Nike. It's 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 pretty sweet. I, I, I seriously am having reservations about giving it up, but love nothing more than rewarding you, our loyal listeners. All right, uh, without with that out of the way, let's talk a little bit about what I took away from BYU football practice yesterday. As the media core, we were able to watch about 20 minutes of practice, and it was a good day. I, honestly, I, I thought it was a pretty good day overall. Uh, the crazy thing is, is BYU's defense, at least in the media portion, absolutely was dominant, especially the first string defense. Uh, they went ones versus ones, so the first string offense took on the first string defense, and boy howdy, did the BYU BYU defense show up to play in yesterday's, uh, it was kind of a goal line format where uh, they put the ball, I think, on the 25 going in and they said, hey, go out there and score. And BYU's first string offense was stymied the entire period we as the media core were watching. They actually uh, switched the second string in uh, mid-drive at one point to see if they could get any push, and they had a little more success. The Funny enough, the, the, the play of the day was a strike.
like just absolutely surgical from Jacob Conover to Braden Cosper on kind of a it was a, kind of a it was more of a traditional post route, but running posts in the the end zone area they're not necessarily true post patterns, but regardless, it was on the money hit Cosper right in the numbers, right in the bread basket, and he gets in for the touchdown. It was actually really really good to see Jacob Conover by the way. Kids looking decisive. That's the thing about it. He looks night and day different from the player that we saw a year ago. I know that that Utah State game has left a lot of people wondering if he truly can get it done in a game. I think that was an unfair sample size to really judge him on. What I'm seeing from him in practice, and like I said, we're, we're seeing 20-minute glimpses, really, of practice. We're not seeing the entirety of the two-hour-plus practices that are going on every single day. But what I have seen from him, Jacob Conover is making a very, very positive and impression but I also have to add this one of our practice insiders a guy that has hit me up for information not hit me up he has given me information uh, for the better part of at least three years now uh, he's saying that Kate Fennigan is looking pretty poised as well so there's a nice little tussle going on at the backup quarterback position uh, Aaron Roderick has been very adamant that Jacob Conover is the number two quarterback for BYU and the way that we're seeing it as a media core it is when the ones go in there it's Jaron Hall when the twos go in that's when you see Jacob Conover and if they insert the threes they did for just a short portion of that team period we watched. That's when guys like Cade Fennigan, Nick Billups, and Soljay Mayava Peters, the other three quarterbacks on BYU's roster, that's when they are actually getting their looks. So interesting stuff there. Along the offensive line, we saw one major wrinkle with the first string offensive line. Joe Tukuafu was inserted as the starting center for the entire part of the media uh, portion at uh, with the with the ones. The rest of the offensive line is essentially set. It feels like to me, Blake Freeland at left tackle. Uh, uh, not Campbell Barrington, Clark Barrington at left guard, right guard Harris Lachance, and right tackle Kingsley Suomataia. That that looks like the only position, at least based on yesterday's practice, is is a question of who will ultimately be that starting center. Joe Tukuafu has been a center for a lot of the time he's been at BYU and has been very adept at that position. So if he is in a true position battle with a guy like Connor Pay, who has been taking a lot of the reps with the ones at center, uh, they're just looking to find the best combination of five guys on the football field. If that means putting Joe Tukuafu at center and telling Connor, you know what, we're gonna uh, we're gonna let Joe play out his final season here at center. If you beat him out in practice in any given week, we'll make you the starter. But that's the thing is there's there's competition everywhere along that offensive line. The other good news on the offensive line front is that junior college transfer, a uh, snow college transfer, Lisala Tai is officially on the roster for BYU. We saw him out on the football field wearing the number 59. Uh, we'll see how quickly he gets up to speed, conditioning wise and understanding the schemes. I, I would imagine he's probably a guy that you're banking on maybe redshirting this year and then uh, inserting him into the lineup more fully next year when you go into Big 12 play, but he's in, in camp. Uh, Maury Bomba was spotted at practice for BYU, but he is not on the roster officially, so he's probably still kind of finalizing paperwork, getting into school and all that stuff, and I would assume in the relatively near future, he will be added to the roster. And then two other notes in terms of additions to the BYU roster this week include uh, Hobbs Nyberg coming off. It sounded like an injury issue, kind of a lingering offseason deal. Uh, he is back on the roster roster wearing the number 23 and then Donovan Hanna interior offensive lineman a former tight end before going on his mission he is back on the roster as well wearing the number 77 so additions coming in reinforcements for the BYU football program that's a positive out there now with regards to guys sitting out we didn't see Puka Nakua he was out on the sidelines he was in his jersey but he was not suited up to practice Dallin Holker remains out for BYU as did Gunnar Romney we did not see any of those three Micah Harper was on the sidelines for BYU on the defensive side of the football and 
right now, let me just be very clear about this. Whether it's an injury that these guys are dealing with or it's just simply that they are just getting some extra rest. And at this point, I would imagine if you haven't seen a guy like Dallin Holker, like we have in his immediate core for over a week, you can, I would assume that, let me, I'm speaking for myself. I don't know this for certain. So, don't quote me on this, but the the length that he's been sitting out, it screams to me that he may just have a minor injury concern and BYU's making sure that he's full go before he gets back onto the football field. That, that's the thing about this is guys like Puka Nakua, Gunnar Romney, Dallin Holker, uh, heck, even a guy like Isaac Rex. If Isaac Rex needs to sit out at all in practice, you don't need the entirety of training camp for those guys to be ready to play against USF. Let me be very, very clear about this. Training camp for those type of guys, in many ways, one to two weeks at the very most is probably all that they truly, truly need to be ready to go. They are proven commodities. You you know what you're getting with those guys. So I would not have much of a concern on that front. Now, a couple other standouts in the media portion of practice included Lorenzo Fawatea. Uh, he came unblocked, would have had a sack. They didn't whistle it down. It was weird. They kind of let the play play out, even though he clearly would have just absolutely jumped. Uh, I think it was Jaron Hall at quarterback at that point. I was the ones versus the ones. Uh, also, Fisher Jackson. Fisher Jackson, folks, is starting to really burst onto the scene. Uh, some of you might recall last year, Pepe Tanuvasa, number 45, he was moved from his linebacker position to play kind of that uh, that stand-up rush-end role for BYU, the, uh, the OE, as they call it in their defense. And he was very, very effective coming off of the edge. But BYU felt like they needed to move him back to linebacker this year. And I think due in part because Fisher Jackson, based on what we've seen in practice so far, Fisher Jackson is just looking like a man amongst boys out there. He's been very, very active getting pass deflections, getting whistle sacks. It, it's really fun to see what he's doing. I, I've talked about Fisher Jackson since he arrived at BYU. I had some people tell me that keep an eye on him. He could be a, he could be a dark horse, a, a contributor for BYU coming in from Harriman High School. Well, if what he's showing right now is the real deal, he very much could find himself uh, with a lot of playing time this fall. It's, he's got to prove it all actually on the gridiron when the games, the bullets are live, the, the 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 game's actually going on. But in practice, very, very impressed with what I'm seeing from Fisher Jackson. Keenan Peely had what I would what appeared to be a whistle sack. I thought he was very good there. Tyler Batty continues to be a standout at defensive end for BYU. You can tell Tyler Batty probably has packed on another 20 or so pounds. It, it, the defensive line as a whole, these dudes look Noticeably, I mean, I mean, noticeably bigger this year for BYU. That is going to lend itself, I think, to better defensive line play. And if what we saw yesterday is indicative of how BYU's defense is coming along, folks, they may be a little more stout and a little more feisty than we, yours truly included, thought they might be going into the season. So, some good things happening for BYU coming out. This is day 12 of training camp for the Cougars. And I got to say, the defense by far, won the day. Uh, by the way, one other note, uh, just in terms of a, a storyline to pay attention to with the defensive line, I had a great conversation with uh, Josh Larson, one of the guys who BYU is hoping they can really emerge this year at defensive tackle. I had a conversation with him. He told me, and we'll play this interview later on this week, or maybe early next week, he said that he was 260 pounds last year when they took on Baylor. He said that that was the game that told him he needed to bulk up, and he actually heard it from the coaches himself. What is he weigh now? 310 pounds, folks. He has packed on 50 pounds. And I can tell you this much, not a lot of that is fat. He he is, just looks absolutely jacked out of his mind. He is buff, he is big, and he is burly. Like, I, geez, I was impressed. So, 
defensive line, they bulked up, folks. Uh, will it yield better results? The hope is it will, but only time will tell on that front. So some good things coming out of, of training camp. If you want to peg it, that hey, BYU's defense is showing a little bit of a spine, you can, you can tab it up to that. I, I really thought that the defense had a good day. The offense, they seem noticeably frustrated with their inability to really get things going, especially during that media portion of practice. All right, coming up here in just a minute, who is Okavu? Who is the, what, what is this new NFT marketplace for the BYU football program? We'll try to make heads and tails of that. You'll hear from Jaron Hall, BYU quarterback, who has signed on uh, as part of this NFT uh, deal, as well as CEO of Okavu, John Chaney. Had a chance to catch up with both of them. We'll talk about those guys and we'll talk with those guys here in just a moment. First, a word on our new friends over there at NHTSA, my friends. Any of you out there, many of you know that uh, drunk driving is a horrendous thing. And many of you can think of the different scenarios that have been playing out. Uh, when you, you are imbibing, a few becomes too many and as the evening comes to an end, people start to head out. You think of calling for a ride, then you think, no, you know what, I live nearby. You can make a home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst you could happen? Your insurance rates go up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car you kill somebody? Everyone knows the risk of drunk drunk driving, my friends. The results are tragic, tragic, excuse me, and often deadly. However, that doesn't stop everybody from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads. They are doing it to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe, and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Always appreciate you guys checking out the show. It's a ton of fun to sit down and talk all things BYU with you guys. And let's talk a little bit about Okavu. It's a local company based in Lehigh. They work in Web3 and uh, what do you call it? Augmented reality space. But over the last 10 months that we found out during a media uh, blitz or what do you call it? A media press conference yesterday with John Chaney and well as well as some of the uh, luminaries from BYU. They've been working for the last 10 months with the BYU athletic department to build out an NFT marketplace that is going to benefit BYU student athletes via a name, image, and likeness agreement. And the cool thing about this is it allows you, the fan, to buy in and own a piece of BYU memorabilia, BYU history. Uh, we saw actually a digitized cougar tail. Yeah, you can own a digitized cougar tail, my friends, if you want to get in with this. The website to learn more about this and to make your purchases, if you are interested, is cougsrise.com. That is C-O-U-G-S-R-I-S-E.com. Uh, you can your starter packs there and uh, really start to grow out, I guess, your NFT platform if it's something you're inclined to do. Well, what exactly uh, is the NFT platform and why exactly are people getting in on it? Well, I had a chance to catch up with Okavu CEO, uh, John Chaney, one of the guys who really spearheaded this whole deal to talk about what the NFT marketplace is for BYU fans and why he is partnering with BYU to bring it to Cougar Nation. Here you go. I think a lot of people out there are wondering, okay, what in the world is an NFT? What is the NFT marketplace? And what in the world is BYU doing in the NFT marketplace? Launching wherever you want to help explain it. Yeah. So I think first off, kind of forget everything you know about NFTs, mm -hmm. right? Most NFTs out there that people have heard of, all the, all the headlines are, this picture sold $20 million. And people are just like, I don't get it. I don't understand. And that's kind of actually how I got into it, right? That's why I got into NFTs. I started looking at this saying... Why are people doing this? What 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 is going on here? And I started digging deeper, and I started realizing that NFTs and Web three technology in general allows for a different type of ownership, easy to trade to trade ownership, and and not only that, it eliminates the necessity to have a third party platform like 
a Facebook or a Twitter or a YouTube or an Instagram or something like that. It creates, uh, it, it eliminates that barrier and therefore creates a more direct relationship between a creator and a fan. So that could be, you know, Dan Reynolds of Imagine Dragons and his fan. And the fan says, hey, I'm going to buy an NFT that lets me go golfing with Dan Reynolds. And now there's no, there's no platform in between that. It's just, hey, I'm here golfing with Dan Reynolds. That's cool. Same thing could be true with a BYU player, right? Hey, I want to go golfing with with one of the golf um, team members, or hey, I want to go throw a ball around with Jaron. And if I buy this NFT, I can do that, right? And so we created really an experience platform that uses Web3, it uses NFT technology behind the scenes without being in your face, right? We really want a 70-year-old and a 30-year-old and a 15-year-old all to be able to jump on here. Just swipe a debit card or a credit card, buy experiences, collect moments that they like, and be able to have a good experience with the team. You said it took 10 months, essentially, from the first time you had a meeting to building this out. With where you want it to go, how, I guess, how far out are you in terms of like filling out what you envision this could be? I think we're about 5% right now. Okay. Yeah, there's so much coming. There's going to be so many ways to engage with the players. Um, right now, we've, we've basically launched football. Mm-hmm. There's 20 more sports, 25 more sports and clubs and things like that that are out there. Um, you know, I don't know if I want to go play rugby with the BYU rugby player. I would, I would come out of that pretty injured. But ultimately, we want every sport, every athlete. There's over 600 athletes at BYU and fans of each one. And we want them all to be able to connect with each other. And we've, so we're just scratching the surface here. With Okavu, I've talked with Bill Barr, like Nick Greer, the CEO of Bill Barr. He says that he wants to expand this out, like what he did with BYU. He wants to do it at other universities. Do you have a vision that Okavu could do this for other universities, or is this simply you want to just do this just for BYU? You know, I, I probably could answer that in two ways. One, would I do it just for BYU? Absolutely. Go Cougs. I'm a huge BYU fan. I've, I've, I've watched every BYU football game um, that has been that has happened since I was probably old enough to know what a TV was, um, uh, either either on TV or in person. So I, I, I love BYU football. So would I do it for them? Yes. But um, Okavu is a company and we, we, we really focus on building systems that are scalable and repeatable, right? And so, yes, absolutely. We want every school in the country uh, and not only schools. We want artists. We want influencers. We want brands that want to create that more direct and close relationship with their fans, with their followers, with their customers. They can use the same systems and principles that we built here with BYU. Is, I guess last thing for me, is there anything about this that you feel like BYU fans may not know about that you want them to know about? Yeah, I think, I think one thing that, that, um, let me think here. There's a, there's a couple things. I want to just think about how I, how I say this. Um, I think one thing that I would really like BYU fans to know is that this is really from the university standpoint, from Okabu's standpoint, it really is not a money grab. And an NFT platform, again, given all the headlines we've seen, like I talked about in the beginning, can look like that. Because that's what a lot of them have been. To be very frank, probably 95, 98% of them have been just, hey, people are buying these things, let's make a bunch of pictures and throw them up on OpenSea and sell them and run away, right? Take our million bucks and run. And that's, that's just not what we're doing here. We've built something to last. This is something that it, it only works if we do it long term. Um, we've invested a lot of money and, uh, and we've done it because we believe we can create a better fan experience than exists today. We really want this to be fun for the fans and uh, enjoyable for the athletes and rewarding for everybody involved. 
There you go, John Cheney, CEO of Okavu. And interesting to hear him talk about it. He's like, hey, let's be very clear about this. This is not necessarily just a money grab. Because the one thing that I don't think he necessarily we, we hit on probably hard enough, and I don't know if it necessarily has been, uh, I guess, reported enough. This is being connected with experiences. You heard him talk about the fact that you can go golfing potentially with one of the members of the golf team. You want to go golf with Jaron Hall, that may be an option at some point, or a quarterback at BYU. That is going to be something that's on the table with this. But at the same time, I talked about the fact you could have a digitized uh, cougar tail. Uh, they were saying that that cougar tail may be linked with you go to BYU sporting events and you get a certain amount of cougar tails just for free for owning that digitized cougar tail in the NFT marketplace. So very interesting stuff all of the same. And for a player perspective, why would a BYU student athlete want to be a part of this? Well, none other than QB1 himself, Jaron Hall is part of this. And by the way, I probably should also notice this. Uh, while uh, that was playing with John, I apologize that the the audio got a little bit off track based on what I could see. So if you're watching this on YouTube and you saw his mouth moving a little bit different than the actual words were coming out, apologies for that. It's kind of the world of technology out there. I don't know why it did that, but you know what? Hopefully we'll have better luck with Jaron Hall. And that's that's the guy I wanted to ask about. Why in the world is a BYU student athlete, especially of the caliber of a guy like Jaron, who he's got a lot of stuff on his plate with regards to name, image, and likeness. Why did he want to partner with uh, Okavu? Why is he doing this? Well, let's ask him. Here you go. What made you, as a starting quarterback, what made you want to jump in on this? Just that, I mean, Okabe is a great company with good guys. Um, when he came in and they gave their, their, their pitch to us on what they'd be doing, um, you can just tell they were genuine guys, wanted to help us out. And I think that's the first thing in any kind of business endeavor you, you get into, is just knowing you can trust the people you're working with, that they're like, like-minded, like-mannered individuals. And we, I, I felt like that person who they were. Um, and then obviously just like the, the NFT space is something that's really undiscovered. So far, you see some people do really well and some that do not so well. So um, there's just a you know, sky's the limit on it. And obviously, when you can partner with the university and receive, you know, using the trademark and the logo is a hell of a lot. So I think it'll be something cool to be a part of. You as a quarterback will have kind of what I would imagine would be an inordinate amount of NFTs popping up slash already available. But how do you balance that? Because I, I know like the Built Bar deal was geared towards everybody on the team benefited from it. But this is more of an individual deal. How, how is that going to balance, you feel like, within the team? Yeah. No, I think that's that's the point is finding ways to, to make it balance out. Um, any, any position that touches the ball more will receive more opportunities. And that's just the way that goes. I think you've seen that in NIO space. Certain positions have more opportunities. To, to get um, into business with people. And it's unfortunate um, that it works out that way because any good team may want to see everybody thrive and, and, and receive benefits. So, um, but I do think that you know, Kavu has such a great uh, business plan and business model that everybody you know, throughout the team will be able to benefit. And then uh, I got a great marketing agency that helps me with ideas and, and hopefully we can find ways to get everybody else involved you know, you know, with whatever opportunities I can get from that. When I, I talked to Ben about this, Ben Bywater, and he mentioned the fact that you guys have had other opportunities with NFT platforms that have come up in the last year since NIL became something that you guys could deal with. What made you guys, what, what, I guess, what sold you on Okavu? Uh, again, just, just how, how, uh, how, good of, how good of guys they were. Um, how honest in their delivery with what would, what would take place, um, the opportunities that would be there from it. And then also for me personally, I mean, I just haven't looked into the NFT world enough. That in the past when the opportunities came up, just nothing that grabbed my attention. But um, this one definitely, you know, the, the delivery and the opportunity just, just caught my eye. And, and I just thought it was something that, you know, may as well be a part of um, with the rest of my teammates and, and see what we can do. 
with NIL stuff, and this is just more of a general question, but how do you balance all that? Because you've got a lot of people, a lot of things on your plate. You're a father, you're a husband, you're a starting quarterback for a Division One football team, a top 25 team, I guess I should say. And then this, uh, in addition to that, how do you balance it all? Uh, prioritize. You know, for me, my family, my wife and my daughter come first. Um, following that, you know, it's football and, um, you know, my school and my church responsibilities and all other things. And then, you know, NIL, NIL stuff all comes after that. I mean, if you're not a good football player, if you're not a good football team, you don't receive those opportunities. So I think the mindset of trying to worry about all that first is, is really um, damaging to you. And so for me, you know, since this all came about, we just focus on football. Hire good people around you and work with good people around you. You can take care of all that stuff for you so you can just go be you. And I'm fortunate enough to have that. So I can just focus on taking care of my girls when I'm home, um, doing my schoolwork and, and playing football. And everything else just kind of comes after that. Okay, what is the most, I guess, in your mind, what do you think is the most rare NFT already available for a Cougar fan that could get for Jaron Hall? Oh, shoot, I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> that, that hasn't even been on my mind for since the last meeting a couple months ago, to be honest. So this is my first day really thinking about it. We'll see. I did see they had a Cougar tail up there, though. A Cougar tail NFT. That looked pretty good to me. Buy, buy your NFT, the Cougar tail, get five free, I think, at the stadium. So that's not my NFT, but it's very unique. I might have to give me that one, personally. So that's probably a good one for the fans to go get get your Cougar tail. And with the experience factor of all of this, is that something that you, you really embrace, like the ability to connect with fans on a different level? Yeah, absolutely. I mean... That's the cool thing about the digital world. Cool thing about NIL is just the opportunities you have to meet more people, to, to learn from other people, and then just to create relationships for the years to come. I think the NFT is all built off of experiences, experiences from games, and that's something that players and fans share. I mean, there are countless games last year I think about that I know players and fans were. I mean, the Utah game for one, right? Rushing the field, being together, those types of feelings you just, and experiences you never forget. So having something like this to hold on to forever, um, to have on your phone or your computer, it's pretty cool to see how technology has kind of helped bring that all back. You know, one of Dennis Pitter from years ago. I mean, that's stuff that, you know, some, some fans that were, that were at that game back then, they can, you know, have another uh, memory of that in their hand on their phone. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's awesome. There you go, Jaron Hall, and a very interesting conversation. I, so apparently, I, I I missed that part. So it's five free Cougar Tells if you get the digital Cougar Tell at the stadium. So there's some interesting things with this. And you heard him talk about the fact he wants to connect with fans, and it's an opportunity for him to do that. Jaron's got a lot on his plate. As I said, he, he's a father, he's a husband, he's a student, he's a starting quarterback for a top 25 program. Uh, his guy who's probably got NFL aspirations after this upcoming season. So it's a very interesting situation all the way around for him as he tries to balance everything in his life, but at the same time, take advantage of opportunities with name, image, and likeness. And a big thank you to him for taking some time to talk with me about this and why he would want to be involved. So if you want to learn more about it, you want to get involved, you want to purchase your own versions of these NFTs, you can get their kickoff series packs. Uh, they're available now. Cougsrise.com is where you can go get those and get involved uh, with Okavu, BYU, and of course, uh, their new NFT uh, partnership on Cougsrise.com. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we'll round out today's show. A fun event if you're a BYU football fan that wants to interact with players like Jaron Hall. Well, your chance to do it is tonight at BYU. 
BYU will explain more in just a moment. First, though, a word on our friends, a new local, not a new local sponsor, one of our longtime local sponsors, our friends over at Intercap Lending. There is a reason that no lender helps more families in the state of Utah with their mortgage needs than our friends at Intercap Lending. And the reason, simply put, Intercap gets deals done, my friends. They feature a quick and simple process. They're closing loans two weeks faster than the industry average. And although fast is great, the ultimate goal is to create a stress-free home loan process for you, the consumer. That is what Locked On's personal loan officer over at Intercap Lending, Steve Carter, has been delivering to hundreds of Locked On listeners since 2018. He's helped David Locke. He would love to help you guys out as well. The best part is this is not a fly-by-night organization. They haven't popped up and gone away. They have got 44 years of experience. They were founded in 1978, and they are based here along the Wasatch Front in Utah, but capable of helping anybody in more than 40 states nationwide with your mortgage needs. You want to get involved. You want to get some answers uh, that you may have questions about or a refinance, a new purchase, a new home build, no matter what the situation you find yourself in with regards to your home mortgage needs, call uh, our friends over at Intercap Lending. Talk to Steve, his direct number, 385-800-8528. That is 385-800-8528. I can promise you will not find a more responsive loan officer. Steve is absolutely phenomenal. If you want to learn more, you can email him also, scarter at intercaplending.com. And when you mention that you are a listener of Locked On Cougars, or you mentioned my name's Jay Catch, uh, you can have uh, us reach out or you can just mention it to them and you'll get a corporate rate discount. They think about that, a discount from our friends at Intercap Lending. Get more information at intercaplending.com. That's Intercap Lending with Steve Carter. 385-800-8528 is his direct line. That's Intercap Lending, NMLS number 190465. Intercap Lending is an equal housing lender. All right, before we go on today's show, uh, run out of time here, but just a reminder, you guys want to win this really cool uh, pullover? I've got it upside down here. That's good. That's a real good way to show it off. If you want to win this, uh, you can do so by just emailing us. Let us know that you are interested. Uh, LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address. If you want to message me on social media, if email's uh, not, not a thing you want to do, you can do that as well. Just uh, reach out, Locked On Cougars, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or my Twitter handle, Jacob C. Hatch. Any which way you want to reach out, happy to get you in on the drawing for that. Like I said, we'll keep uh, entrance uh, coming in until the end of the week, and then we'll make the announcement on Monday's edition of the show. All right, final thing before we go here is the 17th annual Cougar kickoff is set for uh, tonight. It'll be taking place from 6 to 8.30 at the practice fields north of the student-athlete building. If you want to go out on the fields where we as the media watch BYU football practice on a daily basis, this is your opportunity to do that. It also is going to feature a tour of the new BYU football locker room and weight room. Folks, I have only seen pictures and videos of this locker room. I am seriously considering uh, getting my wife and kids and going out myself just to take an opportunity to tour that football locker room. It looks absolutely phenomenal. Uh, there will also be other events going on. They're going to have like nine square, all kinds of football drills. They have uh, different teams out there. I think the soccer team's going to be there. Will the soccer team be there? They'll probably be on their way to uh, California for their season opener. So maybe the soccer team won't be there, but the women's volleyball program, the cross-country programs, I assume will be there. Uh, they're also going to have uh, food vendors, food trucks, there. Uh, the list here on BYUCougars.com includes San Diablo Churros, For the Sweet, Up North Gelati, uh, Kona Ice, and also the famous Cougar Tales. If you want to get a Cougar Tale, you can enjoy that while you're enjoying the time with your family and friends and interacting with players like Jaron Hall and the rest of the BYU football program. It's always a fun event. Like I said, like I said 6 to 8.30 at the practice fields north of the student-athlete building. You can park down there. I know that uh, with Education Week going on, parking at BYU is a little bit of a bear trap right now, but if you want to get down there and enjoy it, I would encourage you to do so. So once again, 6 to 8.30 tonight if you want to go out and support BYU and have some fun along the way. All right, that is 
is going to do it for today's edition of the podcast. A huge thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day. want to encourage you guys now to go make your second listen. Our friends over the Locked On Big 12 podcast. Yours truly was part of their weekly roundtable. You can get that edition wherever you get your podcast for free. Josh Neighbors is the host and does an incredible job uh, covering all things Big 12 conference. So check that out, my friends. And until tomorrow, have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast. See ya.